It's a very low barrier to get into the Gronk Squad. That's crazy. We've committed to do the Daily Talk Show for 10 years. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Put it in the calendar. Oh, that one in. I'd just like to check the temperature in the room. I told you my squeegee story. It is outrageous. Come on, let's go. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 996. It is. Ep 1000 week. Yeah. GB said that to me this morning. Mm-hmm. I thought that's a great way to sort of build the hype. Within ourselves mm-hmm. at 1,000 a week. He was, um, he was also pointing out, out that this feels a lot like COVID time last year. Yeah. yeah. So, we were in lockdown a year ago uh, in that mm-hmm. hard first lockdown in Melbourne. Um, and it's very much gone mm-hmm. in terms of their lockdowns and stuff for Melbourne. Yeah. But it's not like that around the world. We got an email from uh, Felipe. We were talking about... Um, lockdown last week and we we're saying if you're in lockdown right now somewhere in the world mm-hmm. let us know felipe uh brazilian mm-hmm. half australian half brazilian and he's in full lockdown right now so it's still that vibe mm-hmm. and charlotte over in um france mm-hmm. still working but it's a different kind of lockdown but it is yeah. lockdown but the feel it's you know what it's interesting because the smell of heaters turning on and in Melbourne, it's it's been fucking freezing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been babies. really cold, yeah. Well, we're big babies because last Thursday was 29 degrees and yesterday was 9 degrees. And so, it's all over the fucking shop. Um, this is the case though. Um, there's a guy who uh, does subsistence living. Lives what does off, that mean? Well- Subsib- Subsistence. Subsistence. What does that word mean? Subsistence. You have a guess? Yeah, yeah. Subsistence meaning- Subsistence meaning using the re. See, I know what it, I know what people do when mm-hmm. they are doing Just subsistence living, living off the land, okay. living off the resources of what's around them. It's not. It's probably off the grid. Yeah. Um, but it's fishing. It's you know getting your own water. Do it. it's sure. almost like taking doing what was done uh, yeah. early. Self-contained. Yeah. So the Self- action. Or fact of maintaining or supporting oneself, especially at a minimum, uh, minimal level. Mm-hmm. If you're a minimalist, you're not subsistence living. This is like sure. um, Glenn, this guy Glenn, who was on um, Life Below Zero, lives in Alaska in a cabin. And he's, got, he's a kooky dude, but he's great. Mm-hmm. He's like a fucking absolute legend. Eats one meal a day. Eats this big, you know, big piece of hunted meat and, or big piece of fish with these, you know, vegetables. But he's subsistence liver. What is he? Where have you watched this on? Um, that was a documentary series mm-hmm. that was made a long time ago, but they did like six, seven seasons. Yeah. Um, it was on Netflix, probably still is. We got right into it. And then Glenn has been on um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> he's an mm-hmm. absolute loose unit. Like he wanted to... Um, he wanted to, in one of the episodes, because he they basically make them themselves. Sometimes there's a producer that comes out and shoots stuff for okay, them. Okay, so he films it himself. He does a lot yeah. of filming himself because mm-hmm. he's out there for so long. But then there is parts where they do come and film, so they get all the epic shit. But he's like, okay, I'm going to climb up to the top of that mountain um, to get some shit. Mm-hmm. And then I want to hang glide all the way back to my cabin. And they're like, absolutely not. That's <laughs> too dangerous. And so he went and did it by himself. Mm. But he's a, he's a maniac and then they kicked him off the show. And there's like how all they, politics. What, it's like Survivor. How did they kick you? <laughs> no. Um, basically, he didn't get recast. Okay. But it's like, it's so funny. This is so, such human behavior. If you think you're in a job right now and you're like, it's the job. There's mm-hmm. ju- it's bitching because of the industry. 
or, or there's like it's a headache and this and people are such fuckheads because yeah. of the industry like yeah. because i'm in building yes. or because i'm yeah, in yeah. fucking whatever radio pr mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens everywhere mm-hmm. you end up imagine it like there would be people working office politics is across the board. It doesn't even have to be in an yeah. office. It could be in a stable, yeah, like yeah. a barn. Mm-hmm. You could be uh, milking the cows, but there's yeah. still fuckhead Gavin yeah, yeah. that always rocks up late, mm-hmm. smokes on his smokes, so he has like ten breaks a day. And I've and you've spoken to HR, mm-hmm. and um, and it's an annoying. It's and annoying. so he. Why did he get kicked off or not recast? You know, I reckon it's because he's at loose unit, and uh-huh. they're just like this guy's a lot too risky. Too risky. We bring on other people, mm-hmm. but he was entertaining. Well, I think you would love that ghost town YouTuber that I was talking about from Cerro Gordo or whatever. I reckon I've watched all of his good videos. Oh, really? About two of them. Okay. Ha- remember how I asked you, has he made another one? And you said no. And well, I was he like, makes he's died down most, the mine, well, hasn't it's, he? It's most, most weeks. He actually he, does, he does do one it. a week. So and they're really yeah. high end. Like he does a good, yeah. like for a guy who's not <laughs> a filmmaker, he puts a lot of effort into them. Do you think it's his little secret though? Like he is actually a filmmaker. But he, I think that he came from like a marketing background, I think. So, he probably knows a bunch of the stuff. But now, like if you think about it, point the camera. Like yeah. if you're not worrying about yeah. exposure and like when you would film, mm. would you ever shoot manual um, when you were starting out? Always. Always. You were shooting manual? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? That surprises me. Yeah, but fucking the settings. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like not- um, but not but understanding point them. and shoot. You were doing a bunch oh, of the point and shoot stuff. Never manual on a on a uh, point and shoot camera. Yeah. There's actually no point. Mm-hmm. There's no point. Mm-hmm. But anytime it was on a DSLR, DSLR. I've never run manual settings, uh, automatic if, settings mm-hmm. on a DSLR. I actually don't even know how to. Mm-hmm. Like some of our cameras do, but they just mm-hmm. I can't work. It's actually harder for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about um, if you you've got to appreciate. I know you don't like reels. No. You don't like- uh, It's just lowest common denominator stuff. Like it just has yeah. the vibe of um, <laughs> regression. Um, so reels on Instagram, mm-hmm. we're talking those 30 second time brackets. You can edit in the app, um, you know, people pointing at fucking stupid- sh- They're the dumbest. It's the dumbest content mm-hmm. on earth. Yeah. But I will say that if you know how to make reels- and you're doing it like, you know, the putting shit on the screen, transi- transitions, hats off to you. It, the thing is, it's like um, becoming great at drug dealing. You could you could be, make a lot of money through drug dealing. You're actually quite good at business, understanding mm-hmm. supply, demand. Mm-hmm. You could channel that into being a business person, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. running a legit operation. And so, you're a drug dealer. If you're a real professional, R-E-E-L- <laughs> Real professional, you're a drug dealer. Are you, I feel like you can- <laughs> I feel it's, it makes more sense for you. It's closer in line with the sort of content yeah. that you like to make though. But my point is that I can't. I won't spend the time learning how to do real mm-hmm. because I can just edit in a professional program mm-hmm. quicker fu- and better and make it look better than in the actual program itself. I still don't understand it. So, I make a video in Premiere Pro- Mm-hmm. And export it out. Mm-hmm. It's quicker. Same yeah. thing. And so, but my point is, there's like most of these people don't want to have to get out of Instagram. Mm-hmm. But the amount of time they'd be spending in that, if you put that into something like Premiere Pro, mm-hmm. you'll actually come out the back of it 
um, you probably start a video production company. <laughs> well, it's interesting because it, we don't know what the future is going to be. So obviously, Premiere Pro or um, even Final Cut Pro before they made all the changes, these were the avid, these pieces of software were the, the standard. Mm. And so you'd be able to go in, the idea being you could go um, to any produ- post-production house and if you knew those three pieces of software you yeah. were you were good yeah but yeah it is an interesting time where like you know it, it reminds me of when i was younger and there would be kids who would just learn on iMovie mm. and they would get really good at hacking it together and working within the constraints of iMovie but then they would go out and they couldn't work beyond that they didn't know how to mm. Yeah, you know, they didn't have layers. They didn't have all these other things. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a, there's a skill set that goes beyond just its initial application. Well, it depends, though. But but I guess the point is, like, maybe it will get to a point where it's like Instagram editing within Instagram yeah. is the professional thing. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So Look, Premiere I don't Pro know the future, becomes. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, Premiere Pro specific for a certain type. You can get you could if you were impressive in the Instagram app, like you knew mm-hmm. everything about it. You can get hired based on that. Mm-hmm. But where it then falls over is if that needs to go beyond. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't understand any of these things like Instagram and how the editing works. Mm-hmm. But I'm like for for me coming in the other way. There's no because if you didn't actually understand how the editing works in Reels mm-hmm. and you didn't want to do it, but you then didn't want to do Premiere Pro, a harder pro- program, it's uh, you, you've lost. Mm. But if you do can you come f- in one way, do you feel like you're um getting old when you see <laughs> things happening? Do you feel like the older guy? Well, you feel like the uh, maybe when maybe because it's thing. Yes, the answer is yes, but maybe it's because the age bracket of people getting good at the thing that we, that we do is lowering. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, you were, a, you were a um, outlier at fucking 12 using mm-hmm. Premiere Pro, whatever you're using, mm-hmm. editing. There's now kids proficient at Premiere Pro at 12, little yeah. gamers. Yeah. And, and that's outrageous. But, mm-hmm. And so at that point it's like, fuck, that's, that's common. And so what's the skill then? So I wonder about like soft skills so, if you think about where everything's going, I'm curious in, okay, well, what are the things that still are missing? So, if if everyone, this this is how I feel with After Effects in some regards. Like, I never took on learning After Effects in a big way because I felt that the time that I'd put into it to become a button pusher in the software, there's going to be young people who watch all of the tutorials and become really, really good at that. Yeah. Um, but then they might not be good at a bunch of other things. They might not be able to organize mm. a crew of people or be able yeah, to yeah. provide creative direction to a team. Yeah. If you're really good, and so that's the hard skill, right? Being great at After Effects yeah. is the hard skill. There would be so many. I reckon it's probably more common these days that- young kids are getting these hard, like great at the hard Mm -hmm. skills because it links to something they love or it's passion. But then you're right. They're missing the comms, Mm. uh, the ability to just to communicate with uh, people, make connections, build a, build a, build a, um, you know, community of people, not even uh, relating to um, audience. It's just 
fucking a network, a network, yeah, and then doing a job audition, a job um, mm-hmm. what are they called? <laughs> Job audition, not an audition. A, a job interview. Job interview. That's, mate, I haven't done one that long. <laughs> a job interview. Th- and they shit themselves. Mm-hmm. Or um, they'd definitely be capable of writing a a, uh, a, a CV, mm-hmm. but it's too scary then what you have to do after it, which mm-hmm. you'd think are just like life skills that you should be. Yeah. You just you wonder what like future of work yeah. What what's it going to be? The um like on the Instagram thing, part of it is also just keeping up with whatever the technology is. Like it's changing yeah. so much. Yeah. It's resetting so much that if you were an expert at social media a year ago, you actually and went and, and went to um sort of Greece for a year <laughs> yeah. and came disconnected. Back. Yeah. Came back. You'd have no idea what was going on, right? Like that's the the weird. Yeah. But then what I don't like about it is staying relevant, staying connected to this thing, which is what we would consider like keeping your skills fresh, knowing the latest, mm-hmm. is actually programming you as a creator to be like this is the type of content. Yeah, yeah. You should be creating because then. People will look at a video and say, oh, no, well, it needs to, you know, do this, this, it needs to flash up here, it needs to do that, which is yeah. actually just an algorithm telling you what to do. And if you get really if you get really good at the algorithm, I wonder how fulfilling that is. Yeah. I mean, because it's going to change. That's, mm-hmm. That is the problem. But then you might get good at spotting trends. That's your, yeah. that's your hard skill. Mm-hmm. But then it's all, I mean, people don't know, but like- the algorithm, they don't, they're not releasing and saying stuff. It's all just like people seeing and Well, Instagram comes out, like Instagram came out and said, uh, if you uh, if you have a TikTok watermark, oh, yeah, that's you good. won't be pushed. Your, your videos won't be pushed within the Instagram platform. Mm. So, Instagram are even being more obvious. And, and even when it comes to uh, advertising on things like Facebook, if you have an, have an account manager... They will tell you, oh, okay, you need to, um, you know, you need to get uh, with, uh, mm. you know, to the product within this amount of seconds. Mm. You need to make sure that all of your um, videos start off differently. Like there's all See, of that, that would, stuff. That makes sense if that's your job to then your skill set being able to mm. n- uh, understand those things. I mean, they're probably getting told, but um, it's interesting. He's changing. Gary V, if you've ever been following him, he... Um, Posted recently uh, a photo, put, sort of him. Or, he's always pointing. The mm-hmm. guy's pointing at everything. Yeah, or it, doing this. How like many holding direct, up five? Yeah. Which is his what, what is the favorite uh, player? I think. Is that is kid. that what he's yeah, in? Yeah, five. Oh, I was wondering yeah. what the fuck that was. Yeah. <laughs> but then other people start doing it in the yeah, photo. Yeah. Just come on, dude. Now, mm-hmm. how many photo shoots has Gary V done where he's just like it's called the the point and shoot? It's like <laughs> just it's him just like fucking pointing, pointing every direction, things. just yeah, giving. Yeah. Giving options. Like booked into the calendar. Imagine uh-huh. getting a, the, you're the, you're D-Rock yeah. and in it's like photo shoot pointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just five, uh, the hand, the five hander. Anyway, he's, he's pointing at like a photo of a Instagram feed and uh, sorry, Instagram uh, homepage that's got the tiles of all, you know, all the photos and on it says, stop treating your Instagram like a fucking art gallery. Mm-hmm. He's been saying that for ages in regards to the tiles. It's this idea of what's your, what's your um, theme, what's your Instagram theme. Yeah. Some people it's like, oh, you know what? I've got desaturated blues or it's- Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And thinking that is the game changer for you. Yeah. And, he's, and he says, 
post what you want, not why not why you think it needs to be mm-hmm. the number one misstep on Instagram. The number one Instagram misstep right now um, is thinking there's a right exploring and posting what you feel is mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he came to Melbourne and we went and saw him <laughs> live, he was saying um, 100 pieces of content a day on social. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we, there was a time where we were cannot, on Instagram. You cannot give a fuck about what you're posting yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're doing a yeah. hungy. Well, I mean, it just becomes a, um, it just becomes your life at that point. Like I yeah. haven't been personally, this is probably the best I've been at just sort of disconnecting from the platform, mm. disconnecting from social media, being in there a little bit like um, the problem is DMs. People are still DMing and then I'm like, fuck, I haven't checked DMs in a week. Mm. And there's people like, hey, do you want to catch up tomorrow? <laughs> need to, yeah, 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 I need yeah. to get, get people away from the DMs. You've but got to hit them back up with a text. Yeah. Not even oh, reply yeah, to it. You know, so then yeah, they're yeah. like, that they just, know. that grooms someone into mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. your, your way of playing. Yeah. I don't need to groom anyone. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> the, yeah, it's, but I don't know, like the, when I hear advice on about social media, how to do social media, even things like Twitter. So I like going on to Twitter and, and just seeing what's happening, but just the, um, the game of trying to be funny or trying it like, you know, you're doing it for mm. this audience, right? But then I think about the audience that's on Twitter. I just can't be fucked. But what I do like about it is, so all the stuff that's happening in South China Sea, you know, there's, I was on news.com.au and I'm like, let's be honest, I need some, I got rid of my Economist subscription because I was like- What is that? Uh, it's a newspaper, but it's it's on the more expensive side. And I'm like, if I'm going to play golf, I don't need to be spending 120 bucks every- 10 weeks or something on a, what? On a thing. Yeah. It's, I think it's, no, it's tw- maybe get, every 12, 12 weeks, maybe it's a quarter. Do you get physical and no, physical? No, That's no, a no. digital subscription. Do a digital subscription. It's, I think it's 180 or something for the physical one, but it got rid of it. Yeah. Um, and so I actually still have it until May, but it's that funny thing of, I've got the subscription, but I'm not going to build the habit. I've just stopped using it because I'm like, I know I don't have this mm. in, in a few weeks time. And so I got it on that introductory offer. Type of thing, but anyway, Economist very good, uh, high quality journalism. The Age, I've reached my limit. Like I go into the Age, and I'm getting paywalled on everything because I I've seen the the maximum amount of articles. articles. They give you five, yeah. Then you just get to sign in from yeah. some new IP. Is that, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I don't know, but I don't know how it works because sometimes yeah. I go back there and I've got mm-hmm. a fresh five. Yeah, and so anyway, I can't be bothered with that. And so, but one of the things I was doing was looking on Twitter for journalists who are covering the things that I'm interested in Mm. and just following them. And so then I can get, because when you read some of these news articles, they're just embedding these tweets anyway. Yeah. I wonder if um, you could get rid of all your followers except for those. Then it just becomes like your little, your home page. So that's what lists are. So Twitter lists, Twitter lists are awesome. So when I was. uh, Still a thing? Yes. I'd say so. That'd have to be. Um, but yeah, Twitter lists. Fuck, that's an old man thing know, to say. No, 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 that, no, no. It was a great feature of Twitter. So um, when I was younger, I had like a screenwriters list mm. and I, I had like a my favorites list was just like mates and people that I wanted to catch up. And so I had all of these different types of lists, the people that I follow, but also it could be hashtags as well. Mm. So I could have a, um, a hashtag that wouldn't necessarily 
get that much traction, but I could set up push notifications. So if anyone used that hashtag, it would actually push to my phone. Mm. There was a, um, it, it doesn't seem as popular nowadays, but there was TweetDeck. Did you ever use that within radio? I'm sure you would Yeah, because you could tweet out from scheduled tweets. Yeah, well, it was a- um, That's I think the Twitter, only reason I yeah, used it. Twitter, I think, actually bought it and they made it a web interface, but it was one of those ones where you would download it onto, onto your Mac um, or your PC and it would have all the different columns. And so, you could have your different lists in those columns. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so, this would be very big at the moment. You know what's actually replaced this, I would say? What's that? Things like- um, is it Signal or what was the one? What was the crypto stuff that you were saying? Oh, there's a, there's a, um, or WhatsApp groups. Is it Signal or what's the one oh, I'm thinking oh, of? Oh, 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 yeah. Telegram. Telegram, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Telegram, Signal. Like, I think these apps are some, uh, some of them are actually replacing this Twitter list idea, which mm. is specific, uh, lists or groups around a certain topic. Yeah. I, um, I bumped, I bumped into, I didn't bump into him. I saw him. It's this guy um, at the, uh, at the, at the local supermarket. Yes. Had this cardboard cutout mm-hmm. and you, he looked kooky as hell. Uh-huh. And on the sign it had a QR code and it was something about COVID isn't what they've made you think it is. I'm like, oh, wow, this is amazing. This mm-hmm. is like someone down the local shop's. Sort of yelling. Mm-hmm. It was. It was t- sort of talking this not aggressive, but like sort of. What shops? This was a just Bulleen Plaza, dude. Mm-hmm. And um, what's a cutout? Is that the cutout? Here we go. This is him. <laughs> Can you see? Him? Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so it says, "This is a vastly smaller pandemic than we are told." And then it had like a graph, QR code, mm-hmm. and I went up. Even the a- conspiracy theorists are loving QR code, dude. I mean, you know. coronavirus really brought out yeah, the QR yeah, yeah, code yeah. and he's now benefiting yeah, yeah. off the QR yeah. codes. Maybe it was actually <laughs> the pandemic was created by Denzo who created <laughs> the QR code. Anyway, I, I went and took a photo of his QR code. Yeah. And what does it say? Um, but then they have a Telegram group. And so I joined and I've never joined a Telegram oh, group. No. Um, and so now you're a- f- It's the, the Telegram group is called like Freedom Team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you can see it's got like 1,400 subscribers in it. They're posting. You can see how, how often. Oh, I've missed 120 posts. I don't look at it. Mm-hmm. This guy was an economist, worked for the government here in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And he quit when the pandemic- Subscription cost too much. He quit because he's like- That was an economist joke. Yeah, you got from it. From before. Did you actually get it? No, I didn't. No. It was- yeah, half ass. Yeah, go on. So he lost his job. No, he quit. he quit. He quit. Okay. He quit. He resigned because of all this shit. And then uh-huh. he's now like wanting to be a local politician who's pushing for like, uh-huh. you know, anyway, all that shit. But it's really interesting. He, um, they're, they're movers and shakers, you know, on the telegram mm-hmm. using the QR codes. He's yeah, really I mean, the, um, uh, on the vaccine stuff, I saw um, someone say, stop comparing vaccine like apparently because in the u.s there's a few versions right yes. that you could be getting and it's almost become like uh which iphone do you have oh yeah which yeah yeah which is the and so there's um you got John, mr johnson yeah, yeah, what is it johnson, like, johnson johnson um you know but uh, but uh there's a there's a status game happening that uh someone was like this needs to stop like stop oh wow doing it but human nature 
I get band. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually, I, I 100% get it. I think about what um, even is happening in Australia and uh, with my lack of knowledge in vaccines and all that sort of thing, you hear the stuff around the blood, blood clotting and there's definitely a part of me that's like, oh, is it like how long, like what is the alternative? Not I'm not getting a vaccine, but oh, like if we, how long, like if we wait a tiny bit longer, could we get this other vaccine mm-hmm. that's got way less risk associated with it? Mm. Um, I mean, you can, you, you can also be not an anti-vaxxer by saying I'm not getting the COVID vaccine anytime soon. I don't think that's anti-vax. Like I think what that, is it then? I think it's someone who, uh, if you're willing to be able to make, if you're, if you believe in being able to make your own choice on this stuff, mm-hmm. and you are willing to take the risk to um, get infected and get through it. So if you're young and healthy and are willing to say that, uh, willing to, I mean, you're you're okay with getting it, meaning that you're willing to um, fight it off yourself well, so the or pr- whatever. But this is this is where the problem is with it. The, um, I was watching a, a vaccine uh, doco last night. They were talking about uh, herd immunity with the idea that if you have 90% plus people that have either had it or vaccinated, mm. this is just across, they were using um, measles as, as the example, that measles, uh, people getting measles started to go up in the US because of um, people not vaccinating. And what they were talking about is, so there's a group that are bystanders. They're people who cannot get the vaccine for whatever reason. So whether they've got cancer or they've got um, certain sort of immune problems, like they just can't get it. The problem being that if you can get it and you don't get it, you end up putting those bystanders at risk. So the thought is that it's not, um, it's not like you saying, you know what, if I choose not to wear a helmet when I ride my bike, that's up to me. Not getting a vac- vaccine, this expert was saying, was is like not only saying uh, I'm not wearing my helmet, but you're not wearing a helmet either, mm. um, which I thought was interesting. The other thing too around uh, vaccines is around that 90% mark, the difference between 1% is huge. So if you go from like 93% to 92% or 91%, each percent, the the clusters become so much bigger because if you think about it, it's sort of, it's almost, I guess, like compound interest or whatever. If you think about it like that, it's like uh, more people can get it, so they get it and then it pushes on and mm-hmm. all of that sort of thing. But I just, I think the psychology of it is very interesting. I think that- Well, think about all the media articles you've probably read about it mm-hmm. and you're referencing the clotting mm-hmm. and it's like- there's, the media are now doing are now doing a great job of scaring people about the vaccine if it's not that well, no, scary. But, but so the thing is then what I find interesting with all of this sort of stuff is um, so there's there's the um, there's I guess the idea of uh, there's people who are at any cost with all these things right which is like no, like uh, don't don't give any other side to an, a, a story or, or things like that. I just feel like there's a um, there's a risk in, so say on the clotting stuff, 
Like it would be good to would so think about this. Think about when the pandemic was happening and the CDC was saying um, they weren't pushing masks when we first when the pandemic first started. It was all about surfaces. It was all about like making sure that not only you're washing your hands, but when you're getting your Uber Eats in, wipe it down, all that sort of oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. surface stuff isn't a thing. Like the who, any, the who was saying that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the band. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 they came out. Human nature. Still alive? Um, Who? Not sure. Not sure. But yeah, I just think the- um, But there, there's been a bunch of things of like when stuff is moving, when things are moving along, like surely it's okay for us to be having these conversations in the public around this stuff. It's not oh, about Of course, like, they can't not um, broadcast that stuff, but it's interesting to see how much- Exposure, you know, comes around the 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 failed um, mm-hmm. the failed rollout of the vaccine. Like we've, but it actually. It. Ha- so the the interesting thing is though that if you look at, um, I saw Kevin Rudd doing some social posts about this. Oh, he gets fired up. Yeah. That guy, but so, ex, po- ex yeah. prime minister of Australia, just blows mm-hmm. up on other people. <laughs> yeah. So his his point being, uh, the the media has understated how much of a fuck up the mm-hmm. rollout has been. The whole vaccine thing. Because it is a liberal government and sort of the thinking is Murdoch's, Murdoch media supporting the liberals. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. they haven't been as critical as they should be on all of this sort of stuff. Um, I mean, it's just like I think where we're coming from is a place of this is the conversation that most friends and family are having um, without pro- we, we're talking about talking about it essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, don't, I think most it's- people are probably just talking about whatever they're reading. Mm-hmm. Have you heard the clods, clot stuff? Mm-hmm. Did you hear that DMX died of a heart attack? But what they didn't tell you is that he had the COVID vaccine one week before that. Well, so, so there's I, well, there's so there's a certain, not talking about that. Well, so <laughs> I mean the the other thing too is the conspiracy theory. Like, so there's a difference between. Um, so there was. In this vaccine, um, Doco, it was done um, by uh, Vice. They had like a series on all different Recently? sorts of things. Um, I'm not sure. It was just on SBS On Demand. You could go and oh, yeah. watch it. But there was an 18-year-old kid whose mum is an anti-vaxxer. And um, his, the, the kid decided to get the vaccine. Uh, sorry, not, not even. This was probably pre-COVID to, to get um, vaccinated on some other things. Mm. And... Um, uh, he was going and doing the rounds, interviews and stuff, talking about why vaccination is important. Um, don't know where I was going with that. He's alive? Yeah, yeah. His mum's still an anti-vaxxer? Yeah. They've probably broken up. It's yeah, probably yeah. the friendship oh, yeah, no, that's right. He was, he was talking about um, within conspiracies, it's normally anecdotal. So Mm-mm. his mum would say things like, a friend of mine had a son who this happened to and then this happened. Mm. Because the other thing too yeah, is, yeah, yeah. so for instance, like you hear some sad stories, right? Like, so they would have an anti-vaxxer on who's saying, oh, you know, uh, uh, my uh, my son had the vaccine, um, not COVID, had, you know, measles or whatever it was, had a vaccination, ended up, uh, you know, diarrhea, blah, 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 like all of these sorts of things. Uh and the problem is with the, those conversations, that's really sad. That's not great. Mm. But the kid ended up being okay. Um, but if if one person dies in a car a car crash, 
we don't then say, okay, we're not we're not going to use cars. Like mm-hmm. there's a if you look at the the population of it, like there's probably a bunch of people who have choked on a banana. It doesn't mean we stop eating bananas. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, that, it's interesting where we end up. Like I've got to get a vaccine for um, whooping cough mm-hmm. um, shots. Amy does too for the baby mm-hmm. inside of her, but also um, Bodie needs to get it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't even think about it. I'm just like, yeah. oh, we've got to get that. Mm-hmm. But it is, I, I guess it's um, it's normal to start questioning something that's pretty new. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's so weird because we're in a position where the country doesn't have a great deal of COVID. I've seen friend, uh, friends celebrating yeah. that they got the vaccine, like fully vaccinated in the US. Well, if, yeah, if you're in the US, different, a different, different story, vibe, right? Yeah. Like if you're in the US- like, um, like even watching the Masters uh, golf, like so many people in the crowd, you definitely you wouldn't feel safe being anywhere like that. Like if that was if that was an option, the thing is that where we are in Australia, the the amount of people who are being vaccinated is like super low, so low. Um, obviously, there's the fur like, but then the other thing too is like the strategy thus far has been, um lockdowns, all of that other stuff, which has bought us time. But then I guess part of it feels like we've fucked the, um, it's like in my, in my uneducated view, it feels like we banked on one thing. So for instance, like think about, um, we only have AstraZeneca or whatever it's called, right? We've only got the one mm, um, sure. vaccine. If you look at the States, there's like, four or something it feels like everything has been put on this one vaccine Mm. um and so yeah like you look at the the us and what's happened and then you look at australia and then you look at the position we're in i guess there is the version which is giving shit more time to if we're locking the borders and we're not Mm. you know i said there was a a a grid love a good fucking graph Mm -hmm. in the paper um, and it was about when the country's population will be po- uh, vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Or yeah. it, it was like how South long, Africa, 10 how, plus years. How so. long until the population yeah. gets to full or 75% mm-hmm. vaccination or something yeah. like that. Indonesia's like mm-hmm. well behind. When I'm looking at that, yeah, you're right. South Africa, mm-hmm. very slow. Um, and then America is quite quick for the size of the population, but they're in mm-hmm. trouble. But it's like, how are, you, how are we going? When are, I want to go to- um, I want to go to South Africa. When's mm-hmm. that fucking happening? That's years away yeah. of just being – like if that's the case, if you're looking at that graph. But that's what people are doing, looking at these and going, well, what's travel look like for them? Um, yeah, dude, what a time. Yeah, what I find what I find interesting with all of this stuff is it's like um, how do you – so for someone who is critical in their thinking with things, how do you look at something with a critical but empathetic lens – or realize that, like, we don't know anything about, I don't understand how vaccines really work. Mm. So, but the thing is that if you think about anything in life, how much of, so for instance, like the weather, when we're told about what the weather is going to be, and it's like, it's going to be cold or sunny or whatever it's going to be, we make a bunch of decisions based on that. Mm. And dummies, when it's the coldest day in Melbourne, all of a sudden to play, decide to play 18 yeah, holes we did. of golf. We did play golf. It was good fun. And get rained on. It was good fun. Baby's got a we cold. Had golf carts. <laughs> um, the, no, but think about that. Think about so the- you had the information. Well, so, so think about, no, think about how many things that we know the top line information. So we top like, line. so for instance, 
it's like um the the whole um you know it's 19 degrees or whatever it is the thoughts on um global warming one degree up right and that's like we're fucked or whatever or you know they talk about like the increments are so small it can't even compute in my mind like how that necessarily works and so the weirdness in all of these decisions is we make all of these decisions on like i drive my car i don't necessarily understand the science of driving the car or the phone or you picking up a phone to make a phone call how the fuck does that work instagram facebook like we don't understand like how it works we just use these things and the funny thing is the more we learn about this stuff it becomes this then we have more decision to make right like so this is the hard thing is it's like with all the stuff that's happening at the moment where it's like deciding on um you know health and medical stuff it's like how far down the rabbit hole do you go trying to understand Um, it to make your formed well, think about like a decision or because we can because we can look back and we see where we've gotten things wrong before. So think about like um, uh, the war on fat. Was there a war on fat? Yeah, Is like that a, after the war on terror. Uh, that was b- before, sort of in between the war on drugs. <laughs> Look, fat's the been war, a terrorist yeah, yeah. for years. Yeah. So, so the war on fat was <laughs> no, like, it was no uh, low uh, low fat products that were pumped with yeah, sugar, yeah, right? Yeah. So when when I in the early two thousands, late nineties, when I was a chubby kid, it was all about low fat mayo, low fat yogurt, yeah, yeah. low fat all this sort of stuff, and then we <laughs> we then work out our oh, fuck. Um, they're pumping it with sugar, which ends up being worse for us. It's than, so funny than that fat. they just put the word fat in there, and mm-hmm. people just immediately think that's mm-hmm. what I don't want to yeah, be. Yeah. So let's yeah. fucking get rid of uh-huh. that. And so this is the thing that's <laughs> like, um, I empathise with people who are struggling with these decisions. I empathise with even people that go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories. Because there is a bunch of unknown, like, mm. I guess conspiracy theories are people trying to make sense of something that's complex and that's hard to make sense of. Mm. Um, and so the difficulty is, say, on the vaccine stuff, is people are looking at it th- because of the, I guess, the amount of communications they've been around all of this sort of stuff. Everyone is like overwhelmed with mm. information and they're trying to make decisions from like a, this medical perspective, but that we don't have any experience in doing this. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I yeah, find it's, it interesting. It's, it's hard to navigate. It mm. is. The um, the world is hard to navigate just mm. in life in general without mm-hmm. a fucking pandemic. But even thing like <laughs> even speaking to, um, even speaking to someone the other weekend about guns, right? Like guns in the US. Mm. It's like, for me, it's it's so clear in my mind around like, just let's have less guns. But this person was like, you know, oh no, you um, everyone needs a gun. Yeah. <laughs> if everyone has a gun, then it sort of, you know, evens each other out. It's very like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's this hard. is the problem, and then and then you go like these debates are so annoying because then they say, do you know what a mass shooting? What they count as a like everyone's blaming the media for all of the shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the media is to blame. But the thing is that, so for instance, I got into the um, ev- uh, the uh, active defense YouTube channel 
not a great channel to no, get into no, no, if you're going to get great. into anything. It's like sort of a, a, this pro-gun channel. And I was just curious to see, like, but it, they would show these situations where, and it was like daily occurrences, right? Like showing videos of people with guns and how they would deal with the circumstances and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, they're very they're, graphic. Yeah. Their famous line is, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, what is it? Your, um, uh, the eyes are a window uh, to, to your the soul. soul. Your the hands. hands are the window to intent. Yeah. Um, always look at the hands when there's a gun involved. But the thing is, watch it. Like, so th- that is, that isn't um, mainstream media. That is a, a law enforcement pro gun YouTube channel. That probably gets more views than Channel 10 in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and, technically yeah. mainstream. And so you, you watch all of that sort of stuff and then you see some of the um, the the stuff around that that seems a, a bit toxic. Mm. Um, but then you have conversations with people and they say, oh, um, a mass shooting. They count a mass shooting any more than one person or two people dead. Like that's yeah. a mass shoot. Like all of a sudden, like they're trying to bring it down. I mean, yeah, I, I have seen the mass shooting thing come mm-hmm. up a bunch recently because uh-huh. there's been a bunch yeah. of shootings uh-huh. in the US and I've been surprised by the number. But I also understand that it's like they want to get the comms across that mm-hmm. it's fucked up and there is a real problem. And the term, God, if you're getting bogged down in whether it's that's exactly, mass or yeah, not, yeah. you're missing the point. Yeah, like yeah. you're missing the point of there was a horrific incident based mm-hmm. on the fact that there's guns so re- readily available. But then it's, people yeah. use the same, that whole thing that I said about the car thing with guns, where it's like, how many people are dying in cars? Are we going to ban cars? But it's like, well, a gun is used to hurt people. That's like the idea of a gun, right? Well, it's- Outside of the, like, this isn't talking <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. this isn't talking about, like- It's a weapon. Hunting, uh, like, cars aren't built f- to be a weapon yeah, unless it's yeah. a army vehicle built but as the a prob- weapon. The problem is that where people go is like, do you know how many people you could kill with a car? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, like, and so then yeah, that's like, yeah, well, yeah. so why why do we have yeah, to yeah. You know, I mean, take our guns away? a bunch of these arguments. The thing about, and I've never had a conversation with a, like, flat-out conspiracy believer. Mm. Um, I've got a friend conspiracy, that, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, his nickname's almost uh, just a bit of fun because he, he does look into a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But imagine meeting someone who is 100% believing that uh, flat, the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, people would get in a bit of trouble trouble having a conversation with somebody who was really educated about a f- uh, conspiracy. Because educated if is a weird word. Educated it's, on it's their done, own learning. They've done, yeah, they've done to their back own. Up their yeah. own um, They're further ideology. down the rabbit hole. And this is the whole thing. This is the hard thing with all these conversations. Is it's like you have a conversation with a mate. If they are really into it, they will. They've they've got the stats. They've got the shit to. To, to make it work. The, the, the more reasonable you are, the less you are good at a debate because yeah. you're not sitting at home fucking trawling through to try and, and you know, it's people talk about it as like research. It's like, no, you just watch the same fucking YouTube people <laughs> and went down a massive rabbit hole with this sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, a great little uh, doco. It's like 20 minutes uh, by Logan Paul of all people mm-hmm. uh, on Flat Earth. He he, um, like didn't a, go that big, did it? Like, a, nah. I he spent a bunch of cash. I mean, <laughs> he's got a bunch of money, but he um, infiltrates a flat Earth community, pretending to be a flat Earther, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but using him as the character as Logan Paul, who's now a conspiracy theorist believer, like of mm-hmm. flat Earth. Mm-hmm. But he goes to this conspiracy. <laughs> he goes to this flat Earth event. Like, mic drops are all fucking clapping for him because he said he's on their side. Yeah. It's great, but it's 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 worth watching. 
But then also, like, you mix all of this conspiracy stuff <laughs> um, with religion as well. And you think about, okay, like, what you, uh, you know, the different religions of the world and all this sort of stuff. It's like, oh, there's, um, there's so many versions of truth and people's realities. It's like, I don't know if, um, I don't know if society is designed for truth. It's a daily talk show. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>